So early in my professional career, I used to travel quite a bit throughout um, the country, many times to rural markets, mostly in the Midwest. And this was way before um, smartphones and Garmin's and even MapQuest. So in those days, I always had my trusty road atlas by my side in my car to give me guidance and direction. I distinctly remember when Hertz Rent-A-Car came out with the GPS uh, device mounted on the dashboard, and it was called Never Lost. And it was a real blessing for me because um, before these modern inventions, I used to get lost in the country fairly often. I was reminiscing about this, about being lost and confused on these country roads as I reflect upon the apostles standing there looking up as Jesus departed, as he ascended, taken up into heaven. There they were gazing into the unknown, probably somewhat paralyzed with fear and feeling a bit lost, lacking direction. Sure, they had the experiences with Jesus when he walked with them and his teachings, but not much else to go on. The church then was not what it is today. No parishes, no hierarchy, no liturgy books, no canon law, no catechism. None of the directional or spiritual global positioning devices and tools that we have today. The disciples were looking up to heaven, perhaps wondering what comes next without Jesus. It was a time when there was very little structure, when there was very little known about how to be church. None of it had yet to be spelled out. They didn't have much more to go on than the promise that Jesus was going to be with them, as our gospel tells us today. The ascension of our Lord is mysterious. Many people believe that the ascension is about how, at a certain period of time, Jesus our Lord disappeared from this planet, drifting off into the stratosphere, and from the place in the sky he moved into heaven, where he remains to this day, with us, but only at a distance. But Jesus' enthronement in heaven does not at all entail his absence from us here on earth, but rather speaks to a new presence. Christ, who ascended into heaven in his body, carries on what he began on earth through a new body, us, the community of believers. The Lord continues to work with us in hopes of bringing the gospel message to the ends of the earth. He remains present and powerfully at work in the church. He is not floating around out there somewhere. Rather, Christ remains present in the world in a new and surprising way. Jesus continues to heal and to comfort, to forgive and to include. We have not been left alone. We have each other. Together we make up the new body of Christ. 
And we have the same power within us that Jesus displayed when he walked this earth. The gift of love, mercy, kindness, and forgiveness towards one another. The disciples, for obvious reasons, are fixated as Jesus ascends. But the angels tell them something that we can all take to heart, that their focus should be not on the fact that Jesus is gone, but rather that he will remain and return to us in the very same way, and that Jesus remains with us in every hour of every day until the last hour. Part of the message for us to continue is to not to look up, but to look out, to look within, not to get caught up in what what has already passed, but to see what is happening right now and to see what needs to happen, to participate in the building up of the kingdom here on earth, which comes to us in every decision we make, in each word and action, among all of our relationships, in the choices we make for love and compassion and forgiveness. The guidance and directions we are given from those two heavenly messengers clothed in white garments is that if we focus too much on heaven, over which we have no control, if we stand around doing nothing but looking up, then we might miss what's going on all around us, where we do have responsibilities and we can make a positive impact. On the feast day of the Ascension, we too can look and should look above and wonder in awe. As long as we don't forget the instruction from Jesus that we are to go into the world and proclaim the gospel, the good news to every creature. Now that Jesus has returned to the right hand of the Father to intercede for all of us, Our business lies not with the heavenly realm, which we can't possibly begin to understand, but instead to focus us on the busy, complicated, and tangible world we're all immersed in. To our modern ears, the terminology used in the gospel might sound strange to us. Casting out demons, picking up snakes, speaking in tongues, drinking deadly things. But if we read them symbolically, they become a list of startling possibilities and a protective pledge from Jesus. They are meant to assure the disciples and each and every one of us that our missionary activities will not harm us and we can be successful. The mystery of the ascension signifies a change in how Jesus is present to us, both in heaven with God and on earth with us, somehow both at the very same time. We continue to experience this in our everyday lives. Most of us have experienced renewed health following illness. We felt the presence of God's protection in the midst of crisis and grief and fear. We've witnessed the benefits of banishing the demons of addiction 
jealousy or negative ways of thinking. That is what Jesus is calling us to celebrate today, ascension, recognizing that we can all ascend as well through whatever holds us down, to whatever binds us to our hurt or our pain or our brokenness. Jesus wants us to ascend with him, just as he taught us to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The ascension of Jesus is about the power of change and the possibility of transformation. It's about God who is willing to reach down to humanity and bring us all into divine life. We can participate in that process by reaching out ourselves to helping change the lives of our neighbors. Today, we all stand with the disciples looking up, looking up as Jesus is lifted up. Our direction, the roadmap, is clear. Go into the world and proclaim the gospel to every creature, which means all people. And it should be preached with humility and gentleness and patience, love, unity of spirit through the bonds of peace. These are the virtues and the relational attitudes which, which foster community harmony. We couldn't ask for better direction or a more certain system of guidance. Today we thank God that Jesus has ascended and we also express our gratitude that he will remain with us always.